You're tuned in to the Restaurant Rockstars Podcast. Powerful ideas to rock your restaurant. Here's your host, Roger Bodwin. Guys, for those of you who know and follow me, you know that I'm not a big believer in traditional advertising or marketing. What does that mean? Well, there are restaurants out there spending tens of thousands of dollars on radio ads, print, TV, direct mail, all this stuff that has very little chance that you can actually track the performance or the return on investment. So whatever dollars you're spending there, you're never going to know if you've made a profit on that spend. Okay, so I'm a huge believer in internal marketing, and that's marketing to your existing customers. In today's episode, we're talking about the power of social Wi-Fi. What's that? There's lots of restaurants out there that provide Wi-Fi to their customers for free without getting anything from it, okay? And that's missing a huge marketing opportunity. We know for a fact that 62% of the dining public are looking for Wi-Fi in their establishments, so why wouldn't you capture that customer information, use it to build a database, and then continue to market to them? And one way you can do that is through text messaging. We're going to talk today with Mr. Steve Fletcher. He's with a company called Wi-Fi Technology Solutions, and he's going to show you how there is actually a 90% open rate, 90 plus percent actually, and a 32% conversion rate, which is pretty huge. They say that if you get a 10% return on any marketing campaign, you're doing well. Well, what if you could get 32%? And that means if you send out 90 plus text messages, about 32% of those are going to respond to your offer. They're going to come in and try you. And then you're going to build your repeat business because your restaurant is already delivering an amazing guest service experience. So through consistency and frequency, and we'll talk about what the right sweet spot is for that, you're going to capture new and repeat business with technology. And Steve's going to show you how they make it simple for you. So don't miss this episode. I'm really excited to bring it to you. Thanks for tuning in. You know, there are a thousand details to run a restaurant, and it pays to let the pros handle the critical elements of your business. When I ran restaurants, having a specialized payroll company was absolutely essential, and it gave me peace of mind. Well, thanks to Square Payroll, your restaurant can focus on taking care of business without worrying about all the fine details of payroll. With just a few clicks, you can pay W-2 employees and contractors. You can seamlessly import time data without ever adding hours manually. Yes, Square even has an app for that. They can even calculate and pay credit card tips. Square handles all payroll withholding, payments, and filing at no additional cost. Best of all, pricing is fair and flexible and scales with your business. It's just $29 per month plus $5 per month per employee. Benefits like health insurance, 401k, workers' comp, and pre-tax spending are also available. Go to square.com forward slash go forward slash rockstar and get three free months of Square Payroll. Again, get three free months of Square Payroll at square.com forward slash go forward slash rockstar. Check it out. Now, on with the episode. Hi, everyone. Once again, this is the Restaurant Rockstars podcast, engaging topics that help restaurants build their brands, rock their profits, and deliver amazing guest service experiences. Today, I'm with Mr. Steve Fletcher. He's with a company called Wi-Fi Technology Solutions. Welcome to the show, Steve. How are you today? Hey, Roger. How are you doing? Thanks for having me on. 
Well, I'm really glad you're here because it's a really important show. We're going to talk about how, you know, restaurants can provide engaging experiences to their customers that drive sales, drive repeat business uh, with their connected customers. So let's talk a little bit about your background. I always love to start the podcast with, you know, have you ever worked in the hospitality industry before? And I know you've got an interesting story. So tell us a little bit about that. Well, uh, my experience actually started when I was 15 years old. I worked for a country club in their um, restaurant at, and was a waiter up until I was 18. So I got a taste of the what the chef goes through and what the kitchen staff goes through to prepare for a party or a buffet. And our uh, floor manager was very demanding. So it was a very good experience for me. And when I uh, graduated from college, I spent... Uh, then four or five years, about four and a half years with Coca-Cola, a distributor of the, theirs called FPC Beverage Systems. So I did sales and handled uh, beers, uh, beer taps and beer lines, helped install the soda lines and uh, the bag-in-the-box systems that I think everybody has now. Uh, I, this was so long ago, we were using the cans at that time. I don't of know course. if you remember this, Roger. Oh, but, I certainly do. Uh, dragging those through a basement weren't very much, wasn't very much fun, that's for sure. And then um, one day I met the regional manager from our island oasis in Florida, and he and I struck up a conversation, brought me in in 1998, ran the state of Maryland as a sales rep, territory manager, as they call it now. Uh, for about seven years and then was promoted to regional manager and handled the entire Northeast from uh, Virginia up through New York City, out West through Pennsylvania and Ohio and had 19 salespeople working for me. And, and uh, you know, after 19 years, I decided, you know, hey, let me try something else and tried to start a beverage business. But it's a tough business, as you know. So I started looking at the technology side and found a lot of interest and a lot of opportunity, especially in the, in the restaurant business. Well, it's really crazy how fast technology is growing, especially in the hospitality space. You know, every day something new, but, but the tried and true, you know, continues to work. And I can't wait to talk about social Wi-Fi. But let me go back to what you said about working, you know, at a country club, because your, your experience is so close to mine. I was 15 years old and my first job was a dishwasher at a country club. <laughs> and I had, I had, what I would consider to be a very demanding owner manager, this country club, you know, it, it, it was a country club passed down from her family and she was like the second or third generation owner. She was probably, I'd have to say 77 years old when mm -hmm. I got hired, but boy, if she didn't snap that crew into, into shape and it was like, she was a drill sergeant and those life lessons that I learned in that first job just carried with me. And thankfully, she recognized something in me. And I was only a dishwasher for about four months before she promoted me to bartender. And now I'm dealing with, you know, all the, uh, all the top members of this club. Right. And boy, if I wasn't making like 10 times the money I was making as a dishwasher, because, you know, she just taught me. It's all about hospitality, Absolutely. and those early life lessons were so important. So I think we share a, a similar story uh, I, there. You know, it's funny, Roger, but people used to request me, and our crowd was all retirees. Yes, right. So, you know, you talk about a demanding group of people, and I would have, you know, six, seven tables of eight, eight or more, and it was just such, such great experience, and it really did set me in the interest in the industry for sure. 
Well, passion runs deep in this business, as you know, and obviously I, I can tell that you've got that passion and it's carried with you throughout your career. And now you're helping restaurants, you know, really, like I said, tap into their customers, drive repeat business, and also build their marketing database. We're going to get in all of this, but let's start by defining what is social Wi-Fi and why is it important for restaurants, Steve? Well, I make sure when I send out any um messages or emails that I have to define social Wi-Fi because it's it's kind of a new term. I mean, if you search it, you get very few hits on social Wi-Fi, but social Wi-Fi is basically taking your guest Wi-Fi or even your back office Wi-Fi mm -hmm. and your guests come in and when they connect to your Wi-Fi, they're going to get a splash page. I'm sure everyone's been to Panera Bread and has signed in and the page comes up and it says, please acknowledge that you agree to our terms and use your Facebook or your LinkedIn to sign in. So as your guests sign in, you as the owner are capturing their data for future use. And they have agreed to provide that to you, whether it's through Facebook or a cell phone number, which we recommend. And we'll just talk about that a little later. Mm -hmm. and or their email address. Now you build a database that you can use to promote your business. Now, one concern everybody has is what about privacy? Well, the beauty is anybody wants to opt out they, uh, as a customer, you will show them or tell them, hey, if you don't want to be in, here's how you opt out or unsubscribe to our emails or our texts. So it's very important and I notice, uh, you know, some of our competitors don't explain that, but I am very, very uh, diligent about teaching uh, my customers to make sure there's an opt-out. Let's talk about, uh, well, I've heard a statistic that about 50% of the public that go out in any social situation, but dining especially, about 50% of them are looking for Wi-Fi. I mean, people are constantly on their yes. phones. We can't get away yes. from that. I was actually going to throw a different number at you. I, I've seen 60, 64% of people, even with free data these days, will come in and look for the, the Wi-Fi. And there's an obstacle that if they have to ask for a password, and the bartender, of course, never knows it. Right, right, of course. Or, or you're connecting and you're, you're just letting them connect without you're just giving away your, you're, you're giving away a great marketing tool. So the link is really the social Wi-Fi. So I heard you say that customers log in, they've got email, cell phone, social media handles, that sort of thing. And that's literally them connecting with your Wi-Fi and they're opting in and that takes care of the whole privacy thing. And I mentioned that they do have the opportunity to opt out so that they're not continually marketed to but very few people do that, right? Because especially if they like your place and if you're delivering an amazing experience, yes. they want to be part of your network. I would say that if you walk into any restaurant, bar, coffee shop, tavern, 90% don't even ha don't have that option. Um, there are some big companies out there that are doing this, but there's only about 10 to 12%, I would say, of the market aware of this, number one, doing this. Mm -hmm and understanding the concept that's the hardest part is to get the owner or the bar manager or restaurant manager to understand the concept on how this works and that's where you know we will take you step by step we're not going to throw hardware at you 
and throw software at you and say, you're on your own. Good luck. Um, it really is an educational process to make sure you're doing it right. So the power is literally in capturing the customer's data and understanding customer behavior. So what information are we exactly capturing um, from that data? Like what can we learn about our customers, about their frequency, their habits, yes. you know, how much they're spending, all these things are possible? Well, the, if about 80% of um, the users will come in through Facebook. 80% will just, because it's easy. If it click Facebook, continue, you're in. Everyone's on Facebook. Everyone's on Facebook. So yeah. you, right there, and the good news is when they connect, you can redirect them anywhere, whether it's to your Facebook page or to a web page, or maybe you have a coupon you're going to give away for them logging in. Uh, there's all kinds of things that you can do. Now, as the owner, what I'm getting is demographics. So I know, I can know what age they are what their favorite band is, uh, what they like to eat, uh, anything. And then, so for instance, uh, you know, on Valentine's Day, where we're, as men, all scrambling to figure out what to do, our favorite place sends out a nice coupon for ladies to come on in, or we send it to the men and bring your lady in and get a free glass of champagne and enjoy an evening with us. So, just that power is unbelievable uh, to communicate those messages to your to your customer base. And that's a powerful point because when I ran restaurants, we captured every single holiday or special event with marketing programs. So Valentine's Day is a big one, St. Patrick's Day, Mother's Day, Father's Day. It just goes on and on and on. And these are all opportunities that we can reach the customer through social media and Wi-Fi marketing. You get it all, Roger. And the good news is, is that you're going to build this database every time somebody comes in and connects that's new. You're gathering it. You're not giving away your Wi-Fi. People sitting out in front of your place in the parking lot who like to use your Wi-Fi for free while they're working, guess what? They got to give you something if they're going to come in and use that Wi-Fi while they sit in the parking lot, which we've all done, right? McDonald's is the best spot to go sit, and they're happy to give it to you because you're giving them information about yourself. Absolutely true. Yes. So this is so, yeah, what an interesting concept that you it mentioned really is. It's lost on so many business owners, restaurants included, any hospitality enterprise. I mean, the average restaurant owner is probably thinking, oh, I just have to offer this service to my customers because everyone's on their phone and they want Wi-Fi. But no one's thinking how I can turn this into a marketing tool. What you have noticed, what you will notice is everybody has gone to Facebook and here's the problem with Facebook. You might have 3,000 followers on Facebook, but guess what? About 3% or less are going to see your advertisement or your offer. So sure, if you have a 50,000 database of, of Facebook followers, yes, you're going to get a decent return on the investment. But most don't. Most have a two or three or 4,000. And Facebook is a great tool. It's definitely something you want to have and use and have a good page, but you need other means of getting the word out about what's going on, what the specials are, and, and you know, getting to that end user uh, easily. Sounds to me this is a more direct form of communication with the end user. 
right? Because otherwise people are just scrolling through their Facebook feed. Yeah, they come across your restaurant post and maybe there's a nice picture of a menu item. And sure, you need to do that because it rounds out your marketing campaign. But you're directly communicating with your customers through text and, and email marketing and all that sort of thing. And we, uh, we really focus on text. My final six years with um, Island Oasis, now I could say it because I don't work for them anymore, right. I actually started another business. And it was, called, it was a text business called US 41 Deals. It was based in Fort Myers, named after the Tamiami Trail, which is at, uh, 41. And what that did is that was a data entry tablet. So when you walked into a coffee shop, you would put your phone number in. It would say eight more check-ins so you get your free cup of coffee. And now you had the power of text. The reason I push text is because of the open rate and conversion rate versus email is important. But you're, and especially as they know they're going to get an email from you, you're going to get a higher open rate. But your open rate on text is out of this world. Let's talk about the power of text. Um, out of this world is approaching, you know, 90 plus percent of people are going to open that. That's correct. Right. And what is the conversion rate where people actually, you know, take advantage of the offer? That's pretty high as well. I almost fell out of my chair when I saw that it's 32%. Yeah. Uh, I dare not ever quote that to my customer. I say, look, 10%. So you start running a return on investment on, you know, even a 10% conversion rate. That's strong alone. That's strong alone because yes. as every hundred people you reach with that text, 10 are going to come in and redeem right. and they're going to use that. And that's good. And what's your average ticket? You can figure out the return on investment is substantial. We so actually have talking. A, yeah. Now we're saying 32 people out of, you know, close yeah. to a hundred people get, get your text messages and 32 of them are actually going to act on it. Absolutely. And that, if that, if you're getting 32%, you could just start running those numbers. I have a nice spreadsheet that I, I show during my demo to show you return on investment on a text. Let's put it this way. You pay for your system in one month with us for the year. Right, right. So, I mean, that's if you're, wow. if you're, it depends on your foot traffic, mm -hmm. but there are ways to show how quickly you can pay for this system. Let me ask you, is there a magic sweet spot in the number of words in a text and how direct you are with your message? And do you sort of coach your clients on that? Yes. Or yes. What, Let's talk about that. What's the sweet spot? About 114 characters. So I know how to, what I've learned over the years, how do you abbreviate, uh, you know, coupon? How do you abbreviate CP? How do you abbreviate? you know, with us or, and here's the most important thing I, I never see is make sure you leave enough to say, please forward this text to your friends. So I go PLS FWD to FRI to friends, FRNDS, keep it short. So you stay within and at the bottom of that text, it must say, and I see again, competitors that aren't doing this, mm -hmm. how to opt out. That is critical. It's, and, you know, not that the FCC is going to do anything, but you don't want that reputation no. of, of not playing above board. 
Of course. And, and yeah, I mean, you're always going to get those customers that this just isn't right for. They're the minority for sure, but you got to gotcha. cover your bases and just make sure you're on the up and up and you're treating everyone fairly and reasonably. So you're so, giving people that opportunity. You no, know, getting back to text, Roger, it's very yeah. important. We, you somehow capture that. There are a couple of different ways you can require it on your splash page. And then they can go in through Facebook or LinkedIn or right. So they got to put their cell phone in now. Are some people going to put their fake cell phone numbers in? Of course, but about 80% aren't. Okay. Cause they want access to use the Wi-Fi. And if you require it, that's one way to get it. The other way is that we can, you can progressively log somebody in. So if I come in the first time through Facebook, the second time I show up, it's going to ask me for my cell phone number. And it's up to the owner whether they want to require it or not. But it is so critical. And our competitors out there still will swear emails better. No, it's not. It's because their texts are so expensive what they charge their customer. Well, guess what? With Wi-Fi technology solutions, you don't pay for texts. They're included in your monthly rate. That separates us from everybody else. Plus, I'll teach you. My other partners will teach you how to send out a text that's going to work. Okay, so we now have unlimited texts, and there's a sweet spot also of how often you text people. What would you say that would be? No more than once a week. If you start sending texts every day to somebody, yeah. you're going to end up pushing them away. Keep it simple. Keep your offer. Give it a length. Don't say special today, half price uh, beer, be here by 5 o'clock. Uh, your redemption rates are not going to be very high. Your specials need to be four or five days so you can really see a strong redemption rate. I see it all the time. Somebody sends out an ad today, half price chicken wings. Well, I'm out of town. I love that place. I want half price chicken wings. How am I going to get them? Well, there's no redemption period. You've got to set something so people can come in and redeem. And it's very important if you want to see 32%. Absolutely. That's a key point as well. Okay, so we've seen how we can increase sales. I mean, you're sending out text messages. You're giving an offer that has to be redeemed. People are going to enjoy that offer because it's a value. How are we going to get them back again? Is it the next text that you send? Or is there a way of, well, we talked about data capture. So I guess I want to be clear on how we continue to market people so that they turn into loyal repeat customers. You can actually look and see who has checked in or has come in each time. Now, here's the good news. I come I like in that. the second or third time. Well, if you're not going to do a progressive capture, yeah. second time, I don't have to log in again, but the system knows I'm there. So you can actually figure out, A, who your top customers are and maybe send them a special separate coupon or separate offer. Hey, thanks for being a loyal customer. Thank you, uh, you know, please come in and, and redeem this coupon. But uh, as far as um, uh, loyalty goes, sure. It's, it's all in the power of the text. It's all in the power of, uh, you know, the redemption. And you've got to deliver an amazing experience while they're there and give them reasons to come back. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. So that goes without saying. You give them a great experience and you know they're going to talk because word of mouth will always be your most powerful form of marketing. Everyone is going to talk and now social media and online reviews and all those things kick in. And then you mentioned it's really important to get them to share that text with their friends and any yes. of their acquaintances. Absolutely. And that's going to increase your redemption as well. So this is a real powerful formula if you can capture all those bases. Well, and that's true. And if you do that uh, and you follow our lead, we'll show you how, you know, make sure you can set a text. If you want to do the same one every week, no problem. If you want to change it each week, no problem, but make sure that it's on your calendar. And I would try to keep it the same date, day and time every week. So I know it's coming as a, as a customer. Geez, I wonder what I'm going to get from Flanagan's today. What's their special going to be? Are they doing something? Boom, here it comes. Oh, great. Now I'm going to go in. I expect, almost expect it that same day every week. Is there any statistical data, Steve, that, that tells us when the ideal day or time would be to send that text? Like if you dial it in the same time every week, is there a magic day or time? Well, you don't want to send it at 7 a.m. in the morning, especially <laughs> if it wakes your customer up. They're not going to be very happy. I always set it for about 10 a.m. 10 30 because if that special is starting that day and especially if i have a lunch crowd i want to start offering that redemption that day and then maybe carry it through the rest of the week i would do it on a tuesday i think monday people are in the, in a hurry you know it's the first day of the week i got stuff going on i'm not gonna uh, what is this but if you do it on a tuesday uh is a sweet tuesday between 10 and 11 a.m they're out of bed. Hopefully, every, you know, they're on their way to work, but not a, a lot of people work from home these days. Sure. So right. that is the, the, a key. And your email. I would do one text a week and one email a week because email will be effective because they know it's coming. And they know, and if they, and if they whitelist your email address, it won't end up in your spam folder. Another point about text, Roger, it just reminded me, text doesn't go to a spam folder. That's Only right. email does. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you're increasing your consistency by doing both. But we're already convinced that text is the, the engine driving this whole thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. No brainer to me. It's no to me, of course, being I'm biased. No brainer. Of course. No, that's fine. I mean, you're, you're presenting actual, absolutely accurate, proven information. Let's talk about online surveys and gathering, you know, customer feedback from their experiences. What's very uh, exceptional about this program is that once you leave, you can set up an email to go out with, uh, with a survey. How'd you like it? And, you know, and it can tie in, we can tie it into Yelp or any of those other uh, services. But, you know, and that's, for, I think, to a lot of restaurant owners, that's important. Because you want to be able to respond to any issues. So it actually has the ability, if you set it up, that's up to you, to go out two hours, three hours the next day uh, with a quick survey about your service and your, your quality. Can we actually measure the return on investment of a specific marketing campaign? Yes, you can actually find it because you'll know redemption rate. Um, we can, what we, the ability to do is set up a coupon. So you could set up a coupon, and this is how you could actually measure redemption rate. You know, if you, some folks will just send out, hey, come in today, you know, $5 off.
but there's a coupon system where you can build the coupon and have the coupon and have them click on it and it has its expiration date and to redeem you have to hit the button to redeem it it starts a clock so it's only good for say 30 minutes they show it to the waitress the bartender well they can't use it twice because it's going to come off the screen so that will actually track redemption if you actually want to get that specific I would if I was running the restaurant. I know, I, I know you would. That's Roger. me. <laughs> right. I know you would. Yes. You use the coupon. If it, okay. Then you'll know. Um, I mean, I guess you could track, like, if you had a, a special dish that you were offering, but you don't want to use the coupon feature. Um, yeah. You'd know how many of that dish you sold. So there, there is a way to do it manually, we'll say, but there is a way to do it automatically. I do believe that you know, the vast majority of customers do respond to coupons. I mean, it's been proven it's time and time again. And I, I'm really glad you clarified that point because I am a huge believer in the power of direct marketing as opposed to the traditional advertising. I mean, restaurants spend tens of thousands of dollars a year on radio ads, you know, and print ads and newspapers and all this kind of stuff that's you know, passe and you're dumping tons of money out the window because you can't track the ROI of that. That's yeah, absolutely. I mean, do you know what what your return on was your, on your last print ad? I would guess 90% could tell you, and it's not, it's it's not a slap. It's just that, Hey, this is new. This is still very new. I mean, it's not like if you, you know, 85, 90% of places don't have it yet. That just tells you how new it really is. Unless your customers are walking through the door saying, hey, Steve, you know, I heard your ad on the radio and that brought me in or I saw your ad in the paper and that never happens. People just come in and you never know where they're coming from. So this is so targeted. I I really like that. Extremely targeted. And that's what drives me every day. I'm very passionate about uh, helping my customers succeed in this. It's very important to me. Let's say that we're going to set up an online survey. And I keep bringing up this term sweet spot because, you know, a survey has a certain length to it that people either say, okay, this is great. I'm happy to answer a couple quick questions. But if this goes on and on and on, it's too much. I mean, what is that sweet spot? Uh, two questions. Absolutely. Okay. Just what are those questions? <laughs> now, how was your how was your experience? And it's just a couple of smiley faces. Yeah, and maybe just a box on saying what you would, what would you suggest, or how was your service, how was your server? Just a couple quick questions to get some Perfect. feedback. Yeah, because otherwise, if I see that, I'm, like, eh, I'm not going to do that. That's ten questions. I don't have time for that today. So yeah, awesome. two que- two questions, no more. Let's talk about the custom splash pages and you're going to actually add the restaurant's logo and their graphics and you're going to make it look like their brand, right? Absolutely. And we put, we can design it any way you like. Basically, I mean, it's just your logo at the top and it has all the options of entry and you can make it one option. You can make it five options. You could just say cell phone and or mobile number or you could say mobile number and then Facebook. You can design it any way you like. Just you tell us what you want. Now, the software you're providing has built-in design tools that someone that's a non-tech-savvy person can literally customize a lot of this stuff, right, including the surveys? Yes, and we will train. If you prefer to do it yourself, we will train you on how to do it. If you want us to do it, well, it's a little additional charge to what the normal pricing is. And again, pricing's determined upon the size of your establishment, 
how much hardware you're going to use, and that we can determine when we uh, do a demo for you online. But um, yeah, I mean, it. Like I said, we design this page any way you like. So beautiful. I mean, that's so important to branding. I am such a huge advocate yes. of don't run a restaurant, run a brand, be a brand, and everything about you know, the guest experience should be on strategy with that brand. So everything has to be consistent. So it's really Absolutely. awesome that you can provide that. I, I laugh every time I walk in a restroom at a restaurant and they have a poster of their upcoming bands for the month. Uh-huh. And I'm thinking, okay, why aren't you sending that out in a text or an email with a link, right? Here's our bands for the month. Even if you just send it once, your communi- your communication level is so much higher than a guy going into the restroom and perhaps catching a view of the uh, bands for the month on the left-hand side. Plus, trivia. I see trivia all over the place. Oh, yeah. If I, may, if I have a moment, tell a story about uh, trivia. There's a favorite spot I like, and they have trivia every Sunday. And it was Seinfeld, and they had three people I think like it on Facebook and they had like 12 people show up. I mean, it, it, and it's just, you got, and that's a popular place, but nobody knew about it. No one knew at all. And in fact, I believe they even forgot to post it. So I'm at the bar. I say something and the bar, uh, the bus boy knows me or the bar back. And next thing you know, it's posted, <laughs> but it's already two hours into the, the, uh, the event. So it's so important to communicate. You know, you put something on a wall, you put it on Facebook, you're just not going to get the return on investment. Of course, Facebook's free, but you get what you pay for, right? You keep triggering all these memories about when I ran restaurants and, you know, the whole trivia thing was huge. I mean, this is old school, but this goes back 10 plus years when we had a custom newsletter that went out to our database. And we had, you know, a couple thousand people in our database. But every two weeks, I'd send out an email newsletter to these people, and it would always end with a trivia question. And we would offer a prize for the first three people that correctly answered the trivia question, whether that was a free pizza or, mm. you know, whatever it was. A lot of times we were giving away wood-fired pizzas and it was great. And it was, a, yeah. you know, it was a business builder and it was marketing and people loved it. And the engagement was so high. Can we do the same thing with text? Can we throw oh. out a trivia question and say the first three people that text us back get X? Absolutely. They, you can, they can reply. It's like replying to anything. And yeah. guess what? You have an inbox in your back-end software. Again, we'll train you on everything. And we're always there for tech support. And if it's a simple, you know, for simple texts without coupon, for simple emails, you know, we'll do it for you. It's not, gonna, it's not like it's a, a taxing. But some places like to do it themselves, and some we do it for. It depends upon the uh, tech technical skill. Okay. Right? But, uh, you right. know, every place has the one computer nerd that, Always. hey, I'll do it. You know, and that's what we kind of say. Hey, is there somebody there that's very technical savvy? Because you don't want to sit with Joe who's owned the bar for 25 years and uh, still uses a flip phone, and you don't want to teach him how to, you know, run the software. You'll be there for about three weeks. So it's always good. That's a good question to ask that we ask. Who's your tech guy? Who's handling all your technical? Who's doing your Facebook page? 
and everybody has one because so many millennials in that generation right. are working right. in restaurants. And I bet you have 10 people in your restaurant that are tech savvy or right. more so right. than someone who's actually running the business. Not to right. say that some restaurant owners aren't very tech savvy, but there's always people. You know, I think right. we had at least two artists that would create these amazing chalkboard walls in our right. restaurant, and that was internal marketing. And we had our Facebook and our social media person that was a staffer. And now we're talking about empowerment and giving people more responsibility so that they feel a sense of ownership and working for that restaurant. And it keeps them, you know, and it keeps them engaged. And more than likely, right. you know, they're reaching your customers in a positive way and they're giving them reasons to come in. So a getting absolutely. the right person on board with this is, is pretty key. You know, Tell us about, you know, the, what you provide in terms of hardware, software, that sort of thing. This system requires what's called an access point. Uh, every time I call it a router, my uh, tech guy yells at me. So yeah. it's called an access point and okay. it's so simple. We program it with everything you want. And we ship it to you and you plug it into the back of your router and you're up and running. There are some more complicated situations where you might need a second one. If you have an outdoor deck bar or a huge place, you might need three or four. And there we'd have to, you'd have to contract just somebody. If you don't already have, some places already have one in place and they can either use, we can use the existing one or maybe they want the new one and it's, good to go but if you're looking for something new you're going to have to you know get someone out to run the the uh just run the ethernet line to wherever you want it's not really that difficult and it just runs and the good news is with what we use you don't need to necessarily have electric where you put the router because we use what's called a poe injector that actually takes the ethernet cable and that's your electric so you don't have to plug it in it runs anywhere in the building that you want to that you want to put it. You walk into a grocery store and you'll see like five of them. You know, as you walk through, you'll see the access points. Now you'll probably know, notice them everywhere you go, Roger. Now that I told well, you, <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Now that you mention it, totally. So I get that. So if you have your own access yeah. points already, mm -hmm. you're just going to need the main one at the router. We can use. You know, there's many different brands. And we use uh, a brand from Datto. So uh, that one we prefer, and it's worked real well for us. I got the sense that you're making this really simple for the end user. <laughs> yep, it's plug and play, basically. Um, it's just like if you got a new printer for your computer. So you just tell Bobby to put down the bus pan. You're the guy in charge now. Go plug this in and get us up and running. That's fantastic. So let's talk about the onboarding process, okay? I'm going to give a, a URL that will, you know, send people to your website so they can get a free demo and they can check all, uh, you know, about what we've talked about today. But what is the timeline between somebody contacts Wi-Fi Technology Solutions this afternoon and how long before they're actually up and running and comfortable using this and they're texting and they're getting their marketing campaign off the ground? Uh, I would say within a week, we That's can have you, have you up and running trained um and all everything else and you should be up and running some again those can take it over themselves hmm. all they Keep do is plug there. in the api the access point and away they go so it depends if it's a bigger project like you know maybe they have a switch and we gotta you know figure out we might need a diagram or some pictures from them just to figure out where everything's going to go but it's not that that's what i have ron king is our cio that's what he's for. 
he does he can look at a chart and he can tell you what goes where and we do all that for you so it's almost we've got a really good mix here of folks at wi-fi technologies that can you know we we have one that you know like I'll tell Ron sometimes, please speak English. I don't understand what you're telling me. And I know that feeling. You know that feeling. So I what, do. You know what is that? What can you explain that again? Uh, and I have another. Uh, we have another partner, our VP of operations, who kind of keeps us all in line and makes sure we're doing everything correctly. And then our staff to help with the implementation. So uh, we're here for you. We're not like I said. We don't throw the hardware and say, uh, okay, thanks, have a good day. And you've got graphics people as well that are customizing these splash pages, and you, you know, they'll yes. request, okay, send us a high-resolution image or your logo and all that kind of stuff. Tell us what your brand is all about. You probably research their website, get a feel for it, and splash page, here it is. Splash page, it's, it, it's very simple. It's drag and drop. It's a very That's simple way to design, so. It's okay. not very complicated. Well, I don't find it very complicated, but again, that's what we're here for. That's our job is to get you up and running. So in terms of tech support, you mentioned Ron's the guy that works with restaurants. Uh, in, if someone has an issue, do they go to Ron or anyone on your team can? Anyone, can any one of us can pretty much troubleshoot any issue. So it's not, usually it's something simple, right? Yeah. You know, you, I used to work for Island Oasis. I don't know if you remember the shaver. Those of you out there, it looks like R2-D2 with a clear top and you put ice and you hit the button. I bet I had five service calls a week where, hey, there's no power to my machine. Uh, is the lid on? Oh, okay. oh, yeah, now it's working because it had that safety switch on the side. And so if somebody dumped ice in and didn't put the lid on completely, now they're calling with a service call. Well, that's how simple most of any call you would present us. But guess what? We watch. We'll see when some, there's an issue. We'll probably know before you do that you're having an issue with an access point or, or what, an edge router. We'll know. So this has been a really powerful episode because we talked about the power of customer information, data gathering, not losing out on that capture with Wi-Fi to your, you know, to your restaurant guests. We talked about the very high conversion rate of you know, 32% on about 95% open rates of these text messages. So Wow, this is really powerful stuff and simple onboarding as well and tech support and a partner that, that works with you. I think it's Absolutely. tremendous, Steve. Really great. Yeah. Have we missed anything um, other than what we've talked about? Anything else you want to tell us about, about this concept or about uh, Wi-Fi technology solutions? We also uh, have another uh, service. It's called uh, SureConnect. Yeah. Uh, it's an ed what's called an edge router. So if your network goes down, this plugs in uh, to your router, and you can actually run your uh, Wi-Fi technology system, your access point system, off of this edge router. This is called a router. I know I got that right. Yeah, and okay. it will actually take over for your network. So if you process credit cards, your POS system, and you've had issues where you've gone down, or even if you've never been down, uh, we call it Internet Insurance, and it will take over using 4G uh, LTE, either Verizon or AT&T, whatever stronger, and it will run your network until it comes back up. And it's an auto switch system. And that's another service that we offer. And uh, we have a nice special if you get both. 
Well, there you have it. Well, thanks so much for joining us on the podcast, Steve. It's been awesome getting to know Wi-Fi technology solutions and a new powerful way of marketing to restaurant customers everywhere. I appreciate you having me, Roger. Thank you very much. I mentioned I'm going to give the URL. So I want everyone who's listening, who's intrigued, that wants more information to go to getwifitech.com forward slash rockstars. And again, Steve mentioned there's a demo there that you can check it out and get a really good feel for what this can do for your operation. That was the Restaurant Rockstars podcast, and we'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in, guys. You know, our goal here, our mission at the podcast is to bring you unique guests and information that'll help you run a stronger business so that you can make informed decisions on things that'll actually help you increase your profitability and build your brands. So Steve Fletcher today from Wi-Fi Technology Solutions showed us how we can capture social Wi-Fi and the power of text messaging using that Wi-Fi to deliver amazing experiences deliver offers to our customers that have a very high conversion rate and drive new and repeat business. Thanks again, Steve, for appearing. You know, I wanted to let you know also that we have a brand new website at restaurantrockstars.com. In addition to the podcast and the blogs and all the information that, uh, that we provide to give back, we also have a powerful series of systems, just one product. It's called the Restaurant Rockstars Academy. So no matter what your pain points are in running your restaurant, what your challenges are, we can help. We have three different levels of membership depending on what your needs. It all begins with the silver membership that gives you a complete turnkey financial system so that you can calculate your inventory, your food, beverage, and labor costs, your daily break-even, your product mix. You can cost out your menus, make everything super simple because I understand not everyone is a numbers person. It's the part that many restaurant owners avoid because it's not simple, but we make it simple even if you're not a numbers person. You know, the silver level also includes our profit maximizer video that gives you three immediately actionable ways to increase profits in your restaurant. So check out level one, silver. Our gold membership adds staff training to the complete financial system. We have a product that's proven. It's our flagship product. It's called Sales Stars. It'll train your staff to deliver amazing guest service experiences and also teach them to sell. It's all about salesmanship, using their unique personalities to make recommendations that we know our customers will enjoy and appreciate. You'll watch your check averages double and even triple with this system. And then finally, our platinum level is called the total package, the total startup system, and it's literally for anyone who's just starting their very first restaurant and they don't know the first thing to do to open their doors. It gives them all the logistics. It's a roadmap to success. It'll give you the complete financial system, the staff training system, as well as a powerful marketing system and efficiency systems. So it's perfect for those just starting. It's perfect for chefs who've always worked for someone else that want to put their name on the door and open their first place, or for veteran operators out there that are just kind of spinning their wheels, wondering why their bank account's not growing. Even though they have busy restaurants, we can help. So check out the Restaurant Rockstars Academy at restaurantrockstars.com. Finally, if you like what you're hearing, but there's a topic that we haven't covered yet that you'd like to hear about, why not drop me a line at roger, R-O-G-E-R, at restaurantrockstars.com. I'm really passionate about helping give back to this business and help others succeed. So if you have a pain point, why not send me an email? Maybe I can help. I also do a limited amount of personal coaching every year, so I'm happy to work one-on-one with restaurants to solve their challenges and pain points as well. So please leave us a review on iTunes if you like what you're hearing, and we'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening.